0: Why, hello there and welcome to a brand new episode of my Vampire Diaries My name is Lark the Vampire, I'm over 500 years old And, well, this is a brand new episode So, this week, well in this episode I thought I would tell you about my... Times as a vampire samurai. Yes, vampire samurai when I was, well, a samurai. So, it was in the early 1600s, early 17th century. I'd been travelling with my maker, Christinith at that point. We'd had enough of exploring Europe, and like I said, we'd seen a lot of uh, Shakespeare... Shakespeare plays and what have you in the nineties. Well, the fifteen nineties. So we uh, decided to um, go go you know, around other parts. So we explored a lot of Asia and Russia, and then uh, we ended up in Japan. So when I went to Japan, I I liked the country. It was beautiful. It was just. Peaceful and beautiful, as I just said, and um i I liked it there. I even met with a a Japanese man, of course, they were funny with the English back then, of course, I said to my maker Christine that I would like to very much stay in Japan. I mean, yes, I've not seen much of the world about you know, by then, like Africa or the Americas, but I decided I wanted to stay here, and she was accepting of that, and as my maker, she released me, saying that I'm ready to, you know, be, you know, be myself. Uh, at this point, I was in my late 90s, and I learnt the way of the samurai, because the warriors there just fascinated me so much and I ended up staying and at first not seeing me worthy. Also, I I couldn't really go out in sunlight at that time because I don't have the protective ring I wear now these days, but I did training. Part of one of my many tasks to prove myself was I had to carry two buckets of water up some steps to a Well, to the top. I decided to wear samurai armor as it protected me from the sun. There were many that were trying. Some cheated, but not me. I proved myself worthy through every obstacle, even getting a bowl of water from a grandmaster, which all I had to do was ask. I mean, I I thought I had to take it off him, but I simply needed to ask, but instead I ripped his arm off and I took the bowl of water without spilling. But I, I learnt from that, I, I did, I really learnt from that. So, um, yeah, I then trained. I trained hard, I learnt the ways of the samurai, I learnt how to fight, how to use weapons, and then I was finally ready to fight in the Crusades of Japan and fighting and just using my whole skills that I had learnt from my grandmaster. And, of course, um, there were many invaders of Japan around that time. I lived in Japan for 97 years. Yes, this is the longest time I'd ever settled down anywhere in Japan. I lived there for 97 years, and I fought as a warrior. I trained, and eventually I worked my way up to the top of the ranks and became a grandmaster myself and trained many few samurai. And, um, yeah, it was it was insane. However, I did return to Europe at one point in 1666. I heard stories that there was a great fire of London there, and I had to go back to Europe and see the damage for myself. And, my God, I missed quite the event, but uh, everything was burnt ash, and I... I didn't really witness that, but I got to see the aftermath from what my maker, Christina, told me. Yeah, we, you know, even though we were apart, she still had a telekinetic connection with me, like all vampires do. Anyways, yes, I came back for a few days just to see that, then I returned to Japan. And also there, I met my current wife yakumo now i had many lovers i was married as a human to my wife mary we had two sons together and she died of childbirth on our second son and um, i was left to raise them with my sister and i was depressed i became a drunk and you know i promised my sons i would straighten myself out but I didn't quite do that, and I ended up meeting Christine. If and she turned me, me being unaware that she was a vampire until, um, uh, well, it was a bit late, and that's how I became a vampire. Maybe I'll tell you about that some other time. But right now, I'm talking about my life when I lived in Japan as a samurai. So, um, yes, I, you, know, was a feared person. Um, during one um, of my many fights I came across a young Japanese girl who was a virgin now she was having her virginity sold as she was a prostitute uh, in a brothel and her name was Yakumo Yakumo Akimoto She, she was a young Japanese sex slave, new to it all and I could taste her, well, smell her virginity, and I was dying for virgin blood because that's just so sweet to us vampires. I drank from her, and I turned her, and you see when a vampire turns another, they drink their blood, but they leave at least a pint of blood in there so they can mix with the new vampire vampiric blood and then it turns them so she was basically the first official person that i had turned yeah i would not really turned many people at that point in fact i think i only turned one yakuma was my second vampire i made and we just had sex all the time now when a vampire is a virgin now for a woman this is clearly you know clear now she was when a vampire woman when a woman's a virgin and they're turned every time is their first time because their whole you know cherry heals back up again once they've you know Done it because they were turned as a virgin, so they're still that way forever. Of course, my wife Yakumo isn't a virgin anymore because I took that from her when she became, when we both became human again. That's again is another story for another time. When I was human again, that was a nice time. But uh, right now I'm talking about the point in my past, the sixteen hundred. So yes, um. I turned her and she became my companion. And we did fall in love. Now, as a vampire, how do we know we're in love when our hearts don't even beat? Well, they do. When a vampire is in love for a split second, my heart beated. Only one beat and it was for a split second. And that was freshly from drinking blood. I just loved her beauty and we kind of did fall for one another. And... We traveled for about ten years before we crashed a wedding between a warlord between two warlord children, a warlord's son and a warlord daughter. We crashed that wedding me and some other people we I turned a few other vampires as well along the way, and we slaughtered them. I mean we literally just went to town and ripped them to shreds and drank from their blood, except for the minister. We spared him, and at that point, the bride we noticed that I'd severed a finger off and there was still a ring on it so I took the ring off and then when I popped the question to Yakumo if she would do me the honour of being my bride, my second wife the minister was terrified and at that point he valued his existence so he married us and we got wed and we've been married ever since we got married on um, I believe the 10th of August um, 1673 so, yes, me and Yakumo, were are still married to this day. Um, you know, uh, of course, as vampires, we're immortal. And every now and then, when our marriage just gets stale, we decide to take some time apart and find some other lovers. See, as an immortal creature, we go out and we find, we take breaks from our marriage and we start a whole other relationship with another being, which I've done many times. But we've always got back together. We've always got back together from, you know, a lot of the time. And me and Yukumo we're back together now. We got back together in 2018 when I discovered her as a human again. Another story for another time. So, um, yes, we, we were married and we fell in love. Now, I bet you're thinking, did I learn Japanese? Well, yes and no. See, I drank the blood of a Japanese man when I first came to Japan. See, us vampires, we can learn a lot from drinking blood. When we drink blood from a person, a human, we can see their entire life from just drinking their blood. We can know all their memories, know who they were, even know their whole language just from consuming blood. So I learnt Japanese that way. I mean, I speak many languages. I speak over 12 languages. Well, 12 human languages anyway. And that's from consuming blood over the centuries that I've lived. Anyhow, we... um, We... You know, I fought many battles in Japan, and I became feared as a demon samurai. Yes, that's what they referred to me as, a demon samurai. I became known as Lakuro, a Japanese demon samurai that consumes the blood of the living and gains strength and power from it, which I did. I, um, went out, and I've killed many. I became pretty much an assassin. I... Became feared, yet respected as well. I had my own army and everything. I proved myself to the higher class. And I became quite a feared being. Just, you know, drinking their blood and torturing them. I was respected and feared as a, as the demon samurai. Saying, according to these legends of Lakuro, which is me... They say that he came from the land of far away, which was England, and he consumed the blood of our samurai warriors and many others, gaining their strength and knowledge and power, and becoming the feared vampiric demon that he is today known as. He consumed blood and was a demon samurai with fierce teeth that he would use to rip those to shreds. And even his hands. Feared and everything. Uh, Sorry, I I got off the subject. Anyway, yes. I know I keep saying anyway. So. Blood and killing. So... Yeah, I became the feared demon samurai consuming the blood of the living even though they were completely unaware that I was a vampire and I did many vampiric things, torture and many blood battles. It was a time when I felt alive. Now I could even let out my dark passenger. Now every vampire has their demon of course we are blood-sucking demons. But every vampire, when their soul is gone, it is replaced by a dark, evil side in us. An evil side that I like to call my dark passenger. Now in the past I was able to let him run free and kill and do whatever the hell he wants. But of course in recent years, when we're living an age of... Well, let's just say I have to keep him more under control. But I still satisfy the urges by consuming blood of the living. Though I do it consensually now. But, my God, those days as a samurai, I just loved it so much. And that's why I lived there for nearly, for just under a century. Anyway, in my late years, as my fellow samurai brethren also grew old, I decided to settle down and become a grandmaster like them. I mean, I did learn the ways of the samurai, even there were moments where I was shamed and I stabbed myself in the gut. But, of course, being a vampire and it not being my weakness a blow to the guts I didn't die that's another thing they believed I could not die but like I say vampires can meet the true death I just didn't tell them any of my weaknesses I mean they knew I only came out at night so I then became a grand master and trained many young samurai warriors and they respected me Despite me not being a Jap, not appearing as a Jap, or even resembling one in any way, I was greatly respected, and over time my fellow brethren, my warriors, growled and died from old age, and it was heartbreaking. It was truly heartbreaking to know that they were going. At that point, I I, I had enough. I mean I I came to Japan in um sixteen oh nine and I decided to then leave in seventeen oh five. I just had enough at that point. I was I was bored so I said to my, my wife Yukumo come with me and explore the world and we did. We went to China, we went through India, we went to Africa. Yeah, we we travelled through Africa, saw some ancient Egyptian ruins. I mean, I was not old enough to see the pharaohs. I believe my maker Christinith was. And I think she came across one pharaoh one time, I I don't really know. I've never really asked her that. But yeah, I travelled through Europe and even went to the Americas. And... Explored those places and and stuff with her, and then in um, seventeen you know, fifty Yakumo, and I decided to part ways for a while. I said, let's not divorce because we could find a way to love one another again. We could just have some time apart and find other lovers, which we did do. And then in eighteen, somewhere in the 1800s, eighteen hundreds, eighteen. 36, I think it was, we met again and we got our marriage back on track, and we were together for at least, you know, 52 years before we decided to go our separate ways again. Like I said, I've you know, have had, you know, 17 lovers, you know, in my time, but I've always gone back to my beloved Yakumo, and we do greatly love one another still. And when that time comes again, which I'm sure it will, but we're not dwelling on it now, we will eventually give our marriage another hiatus, and we may even find another relationship, but we'll meet again. We will. We'll see how we feel. You know, we might meet again in a hundred years from now, but the point is, we're together now, and we are more in love than ever. So, yeah, I'm still with her. But, yes... Samurai me, you know, lakoro, feared and forgotten about in the Japanese history books. Yes, though they found me so fearful that they dared not record my history because they were that scared of me, believing that I would be alive. But, um, they, you know, I will never forget the time that I was a samurai. They were the greatest moments of my immortal life. And I made many diaries, yes. I recorded many diaries, but a lot of them have wore away. Some have even been destroyed. Yeah, which is a shame, really. But I have, I think, about... Uh, I lived in Japan for 97 years. I think I kept about... I only kept about... You know, 17 of those diaries and some of them have wore away. You know, I've not really protected them well. But I do have one that I've kept in full tact from 1700. So, uh, here is a little page I'm going to read now that I can still read as well. It's all in Japanese because I learned how to write in that as well. So, here we go. August 19th, 1700. Today was a good day My students learn fast One of them named Kyoto I will Well, I him Yes, he is named after the city Kyoto And He is a fast learner He knows of my species And what I am And maybe one day if he does well If he trains well And proves himself I may turn him But, of course, I have had many good days as a Grandmaster. I do miss the battles that I had in my early Samurai times, but it's always nice to teach what I have learnt to others and reflect on all that. I now sit by the sun as I write this page. And that was it. From that day. I do have another one here. From uh, December. December. 31st. 1700. And of course this is in the same diary. Of, the seven, of 1700. I didn't do much in that year. I trained a lot of samurais. The eve of the year. Of new. Tomorrow. It will be 1701. From the strike of midnight. This is the longest I've ever lived in a country or settled down anywhere. I'm about to live in another year, in another century. As human, I would have never have thought to have gotten this old and lived this long. But I have. I am nearly 200 years old. Well, a while away from it yet. I am about 194, soon to be 195 Wait, hold on, ah oh, yes, sorry, sorry this, uh, like I said I wrote this in Japanese um, No, I am 184 at that time, and I will be 185 See, it was 1700. See, I am getting old, you know, getting confused with ages and and dates and what have you. Tomorrow will be a new age, a new year, and I will welcome that time. I have actually even considered leaving Japan. I don't know when, but yes... I've grown old, and I like this country, but I feel that it must be time to move on. Maybe I'll stay a little while longer and think it all through. And that's it from that page. See, I did think it through, and I ended up staying until 1706. In 1706, after 97 years of being in Japan, I decided to leave and move on with me, with my wife, Yakumo. I forgot that there were so many other cultures around the world that I'd missed out and seen. I'd not seen my maker, Christina, for almost a century at that point. Well, I mean, I did see her when I returned in 1666 to see the aftermath of the fire. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I don't see her that much now. I do see her every once in a while, and we have a shag in everything, but... Uh, Other than that, that's, you know, pretty much it. I mean, she's an old vampire. She likes to have her orgies and stuff and shag people. She was a real whore. I mean, back when she was a human, she was a whore. She, like, I believe, worked in a brothel or something. I don't know. I'll tell you about her one episode. Yeah, one episode I will tell you about my make, Edith and what a woman she was, is... You know, because she's still alive and lived for over 2,000 years. Shagged Alexander the Great. Anyhow, I'm getting off topic now. So, yes, the way of the samurai. It was a great moment in my life. And I don't regret learning the ways of it at all, or living in Japan at all. And I still think Japan is a great country now. Just seeing it centuries later in the modern age. I mean the history, the culture, you know, the Japs, they're so ahead in technology. And in 2021, I returned to Japan. Yeah, me and Yakumo thought, you know what? The Olympics is happening, even though it's been delayed due to this pandemic that you humans were greatly affected by. We went to Japan and we, you know, we went to see the Olympics, the 2020 Olympics in 2021. I know, right? A lot of the sporting events got delayed a year because of that pandemic. So yes, I mean, last time it was in 1964, where again, me and Yukumo did go and witness it. We thought, you know, let's take a break from Brighton life and go and see it in there. We never know when it could happen again, but it, it had happened again in 2020, well, 2021. And of course, Japanese I love the cinema as well Japanese cinema from the anime and my god they do a lot of great horrors I like that kind of horror because they don't have the interference of Hollywood you know what Hollywood are like obsessed with perfection in their movies but Japanese cinema is good cinema and like I say I love many of the horrors there and Even, you know, the Japanese history and folklore. Japanese gods, you know. I just, like I said, I love the history and the culture. And, you know, I may return to Japan one day and live there again for a long time. But, yeah, such a great country. The birthplace of Pokemon, which I have been playing the games since the 90s. I know a vampire like me, but like I say, I'm a vampire, but I'm also a bit of a nerd. I have greatly embraced the nerd culture of the modern age. You know, I'm, I'm a proper geek. <laughs> yes, a proper geek. And that Japanese horrors, who can forget that noise that they make, those creepy noises, like the one where they go uh hold on a minute uh, 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 you know like rub the grudge uh, I don't know if you can hear it well from from this what I've been you know I, I, I don't know if you can hear it good then I clearly have pulled it off anyhow I think that's all I've got to say this week on my episode the way of the samurai so Yeah, I want to say thank you to the listeners for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening. And, yeah, I will be back next time with a brand new episode where I'll be talking about another um, highlight of my immortal life in my vampire diaries. So, I have been Lark the Vampire. This has been my Vampire Diaries. Thank you for listening, and like I keep saying at the end of every episode, I'm sure the boss on Random Horror won't mind me using this line, but until next time, don't have nightmares.